What up, what up, what up? It's Sports Roundtable. We're live in the SRT studios overlooking Atlanta Station. And it is that time. It's Wednesday. Happy SRT Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Be careful in the sprinkling rain. It is wet outside if you are locally here in Atlanta, Georgia. I am your humble host, H.O. from Bankhead. And we're back in the saddle or back on the saddle as the SRT crew is in the building. Started with my main man from Memphis, Tennessee. Room for Penny Hardaway, as always. Yeah. My main man, the sports superhero, Mr. Hancock. What's going on, Han? What's good, big homie? Everything's everything with me. How about your week? Yeah, that traffic, man. That traffic. Yeah. That traffic keep us down all week, I guess. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, it's rough out there. I was barely able to get in here. I guess I was thinking about it so bad. I left my laptop. Left my, my, my credentials at the crib. Yeah, it's, it's tough. So uh, we'll be winging that. But it's all good, man. Looking forward to another good Hot Topic show. Absolutely. Uh, we, got some, we got something going on. Got the here. best time of the year going on Absolutely. in football. Uh, first week of NFL. Yeah, and yeah. it was it was uh, kind of fulfilling for me. A little fruit cup. A couple, couple fruit salads came through. There this. you go. There you go, so my man. So we started, started you all pretty good, man. We uh, hope we can keep this thing on track. All right, everybody online, what's up? I see you, Dez. I'm sure Monique, Miss Jackie in there somewhere. Um, Marta will be coming through, I'm sure. You know it. Uh, everybody from all over. Uh, we got uh, some uh, college football talk, man. Oh, I'm ready for it, too. And uh, we got the top ten we're going to talk about. And some NBA news. Uh Want to throw that out. And we got Ballers and Busters coming up around 7.35, so stay tuned for that. And uh, our roundtable discussion in the second half of the show will be, we're going to recap the first week of the NFL, um, the upcoming games, who were you impressed with, who didn't look so good. <laughs> hey, don't, don't didn't take long for that. Uh, and wow, they didn't look so bad. So definitely got got enough of that to to cover and so uh got a lot going on man waiting on my main man d will to call in i'm sure he oh he's already look he, he locked and loaded is he locked and loaded he already locked and loaded so what we're gonna do is uh we're gonna give out the phone number in case you want to call in and get something off your chest 404-603-8770 is the number to call if you want to call and ask us a question Call and um, just get something off your chest. 
anything you want to do, give us a call. Make sure you follow us at SRT Radio on Twitter and on uh, IG, all the social media platforms, and we appreciate it. Uh, with that being said, we got to get G throughout the first pitch to officially start the show. All right, G, it's on you. Yo. And there it is. The show is about to officially start. And with that being said, we finna jump into some hot news. Blazes. Hot, hot, hot. Scorching. Red hot. This is why I'm hot. It's the Sports Roundtable Hot News. Sports Roundtable Hot News. Sponsored by our good old friends, Big Easy Grill. If you're looking for the best New Orleans seafood in town, Big Easy Grill is it. But did I say New Orleans? I meant to say Louisiana. The Louisiana, best Louisiana seafood in town. Well, you know, it's that's what it is. It's a gumbo down there. It's a go- so. yeah, it's- <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, so... Um, yeah, 1193 Collier Road is the place to go to get the Big Easy Grill. Make sure you mention SRT Sports Roundtable uh, for your 10% discount. Any meals, $25 or more. All right, with that being said, we got to bring in my man, my main man, the college football guy. As you know, he brings all of the energy. Mr. Road Tide himself, Mr. D. Will, the coach. What's up, Weezy? What up, friend? What's up, what's going on, bro? Mister last man, week. What's going on? Mister last week, but uh, we we got you this week, and I'm gonna jump right into this college football. It is a it, it looks like it's, it's a, a distinct difference between the best two teams in in the nation right now. In your opinion, who's the third best team? Do you have Oregon or Oklahoma, or do you have somebody uh, different? No, uh. Those are the two teams because it's really nobody else out there. Let's just be honest about it. Uh, and I'm going to give that slot myself to Oregon. And the reason I'm going to give that to Oregon because they have the best win. When you go okay. into Ohio State and beat Ohio State, that's the best win of the season so far. All right? By, by any team. So they deserve that credit. All right? So I would put them as the third best team. However, I don't like Georgia as the second best team. Okay? Okay. Uh-huh. Um, they didn't show. They still haven't shown me that they have the offensive prowess to compete. And we know in today's college football, if you can't score the football at a rapid rate, I mean, put up big numbers, you're not going to win. And they showed in that first game against Clemson, though they won it, that their offense is still in up. We thought that their quarterback, JT Daniels, coming in was going to be some world beater. Great. And he's just not that. So... They still look like Alabama of 2009. And we know if you're Alabama of 2009 in in the year 2021, you're not going to win. So I kind of disagree with saying it's two teams and everybody else. I know I'm going to sound like a homer, but y'all know it's the truth. It's one team and everybody else. But because I'm just not confident in Georgia. If you put Georgia and Oregon on a neutral field, I don't know how much Georgia is going to be favored over Oregon after what they've shown being able to go into the big house. I mean, into the horseshoe and beat Ohio State. So with that being said, I really believe it's a closer race 
at that two three than we're giving it credit for because, like I say, Georgia still hadn't shown me they're they're a legit capable offensive team, and until they do that, I can't put them up there. All right, head third best team with, with yeah, Georgia and Alabama. Yeah, I think it's third. I agree with him on the Oregon side of his conversation, no uh-huh. doubt about it. And I agree with him about Oregon going into the horseshoe. The horseshoe without and, their best defensive player. Yeah, they went in there and they they I can't say they dominated. They gave up six hundred yards of offense to to Ohio State. Ohio State's offense is legit. Uh, the young quarterback has some growing to do, but he has talent. And you know, they is a great offensive mind. So you can see the offensive side is not. It's 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 down. It's not as competent. I put I'll use that word as we're. Accustomed to seeing, but they're still explosive. Alave and Garrett Wilson are two of the best receivers in the country. They're nice, but uh, and the young freshman running back they have mm-hmm. is a game breaker in the making. Believe me, he can run it. He's nice. Okay, so they do have some talent. As far as the uh, Georgia statement that he made, I I don't see it as being that bad. I do under I, you know I'm I'm one. I've always said that Kirby is still living 10 years behind playing Alabama football back in that day. Mm-hmm. But I think that they they play it so well that them playing against other teams that are used to playing spread offenses might work in their favor in some ways because a power game might help them stay in the game. It keeps that, that other team's offense off the field. It's almost a part of their DNA. I'm not going to say it's going to win against the, the the juggernaut teams like he says, the Bamas, teams like that. But how many Bamas are there? You see what I'm saying? It's not that many. So I don't the, – the rest of the teams in the nation that I've seen, I saw Oklahoma play the first week. Tulane gave them everything and more. Yeah, you you so you, I, was, you was you was I'm, patting I'm Tulane. Telling, Tulane can score. They can play. And that, that to me, went in, going into Norman and playing them the way they did mm-hmm. – yeah, I, and, and right behind what he said, I do agree that Oregon's win, I think that win and the Georgia win going into Clemson, I think they're one and two. Okay. I think those are the best two two wins I've seen this year. So I, I'm not as I'm not as down on Georgia as, as D-Will is. I do still think there's a gap. Bama is still the best team in the nation because they're complete. Right. The Georgia's defense is legit. So I think that's, that's, the, that's their calling card. Now, Georgia's playing this week, playing against South Carolina, and possibly... They're going to have more trouble getting off the bus. Well, both quarterbacks, JT Daines may be out, and... Well, South Carolina doesn't have one. <laughs> and they it, That's the team that put the... They had to put a grad assistant at quarterback, They right? may have, but he, I don't know what <laughs> I know he some school had a grad that. assistant, but... Because he, he had, he had one much. year of eligibility left. Yeah, well, his, his grad assistant, he didn't major in football because he <laughs> is not good. Well, they're 31-point favorites. It's going to be close to that. I'm telling you, that <laughs> I watched them play. South Carolina's offense, the quarterback is horrible. Seriously. You going to give up 31 points to South Carolina? Their quarterback is horrible. I'm telling you. I watched it. He had me sweating out against East Carolina last week. I watched him play. He's not He's not good. George they will. You, you're giving up 31 points to South Carolina with, with, with uh, a third-string quarterback, Carson Beck. I don't think Georgia can score 31 points. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. I don't think they can. Especially, 
Yeah, now stop. Listen, Georgia defense might get 21. That's what's going to happen. Okay? <laughs> the only way they're going to cover a 31 point spread because their offense will never be 31 points if they continue to go in the direction that they're going. And I, I, I get what Han is saying. Their defense is so good that it can take up for the inefficient times. However, against the better teams with which we are comparing them against, saying they're the second best team in the country, I don't think they're able to, to, to stand against those teams. So it's going to be hard for me to say that's the second best team in the country with all the uh, inefficiencies that they have on the offensive end of the play. I can't, it just, it, because I'm with, listen, I, I, I listen to my man hands. And I've been listening to him since 2013 when Alabama was winning with the old style and then the style started to change, and we we, we went a couple of years without losing. And Hans said, "If y'all don't change, you won't you won't be there, right?" Yeah. So I know Georgia, who is Kirby Smart, is a Nick Saban mini. Like, right. He's not as good as him. So if he's not as if Nick Saban wasn't good enough to keep up with that style, there ain't no way in the hell Kirby Smart gonna be able to do it and compete the championship good in today's game. Good point. All right, D. I do have a question for you. Uh, question came from online. What high school did you go to in, in Montgomery? I went to Jeff Davis, man. JD, the balls. Jeff Jeff David? Jeff Davis. Jeff Davis. Yeah, we named that old that old that old Confederate dude, Jefferson Davis. Pull the statue down. Hey, we're about to change our name because all three high schools, uh, three of the high schools here in Montgomery are named after Confederate soldiers. And we're going through uh, litigation right now to change the names to all three of those schools. I hope you do, D. Will. Yeah. Yep. All right, G. Uh, is well, G. Was born in Oklahoma, so I don't think that'll have any effect on your third best team, Oregon at Oklahoma. Well, I, I agree that Oregon with Oregon because they have the best win uh, over Ohio State. Um, Oklahoma beat uh, Western Carolina and Tulane. Come on, man. And they put 76 <laughs> up. Take the people out, man. You put 76 on Western Carolina. Yeah, like I, Oklahoma is getting the the benefit of the doubt to start the season. Kind of how, how I say what that Notre Dame does every year. Uh, Oklahoma is going to get that too. So they're going to be ranked this high until until they lose and I don't think they're going to have any problem with um, with their schedule this year um, they play Iowa State at home so they don't have to worry about the Iowa at night thing so they have a chance to run the table but I don't see them as the second or third best team in the country over Oregon okay the top 10 Alabama Georgia Oklahoma is ranked third Oregon is ranked fourth but you know uh, as they didn't ask us. They didn't ask us. Uh, Iowa fifth, Clemson sixth, Texas A&M seventh, Cincinnati eighth, Ohio State ninth, Penn State comes in at number ten. D. Will, you have any problems with the top ten? Uh, not really, um, because like you say, uh, all of that's going to work itself out. Uh, all those SEC teams in the top ten is not going to stay because they're going to have to play each other, so they're going to cannibalize each other. So some of that's going to change. However, uh, that's why I'm not, I'm not as, I'm not as, I'm not as uh, off on Clemson as everybody else when it's talking about them making it back to a top four team. Because yeah, we know how sorry the ACC is. Let's just keep it real. The ACC is sorry. 
like Han and G. I know y'all fans, we know, but both we know. of y'all need whooping. So, hey, G, uh, block that part out. <laughs> <laughs> both of y'all need whooping because the ACC is just, I'm going to use one of hand words. They're horrible. Like, that, they're terrible. That's, that's not a good brand of football, and they don't have anybody else left to play that's going to be a signature win for them. Right. However, they're going to benefit from beating up on sorrier teams <laughs> and continue to rise in the rankings while all those SEC teams cannibalize each other and knock each other down, which is going to move them up. That's the only reason I feel confident in them moving up. So I don't have a problem with anybody in the top ten because, like I say, in a couple of weeks, all of that is going to work itself out. All right? Because Bama got Florida this weekend. In a couple of weeks, um, Auburn's going to have Georgia. And I'm going to tell you, I got Auburn beating Georgia. So before we even get that, I think it's like week six or seven. I got Auburn beating Georgia. All right? So okay. that's going to knock George out. So my thing is, I don't have a problem with it today because I believe that it's going to work itself out. However, let's watch out for Clemson because even though they've lost, they're sitting in the Cadbury seat because, one, they have no more competition, and, two, all those other teams are going to eat each other out, eat each other up. So I think it's going to work itself out, so today I don't have a problem with it. All right, so I think I got D. Will's answer. Han, I'm going to ask you this. Ohio State – Clemson both have one loss. They're not. They're usual. Um, they're usually in the college football four because they have one loss. Who would more likely get in out of those two teams with with that one loss? I think they're both in trouble. In this due to <laughs> this due to what if if Oregon is able to not lose two games, they lose only one in the Pac-10 and Pac-12. Pac-12, and they are a conference champion. And it comes down to them and Ohio State, and they're both their records are unblemished the rest of the way. Right. Ohio State's gonna be left out if they're the odd team out. They're gone because Oregon went into the shoe and beat them. Okay, so the Big Ten will be in trouble. Mm-hmm. The other thing about the Clemson thing is that conference schedule is gonna hurt them. You know, they gotta hope that Virginia Tech becomes at least formidable. And is able to move up because I think Virginia Tech is going to be the only signature win left on their schedule, if I'm not mistaken. And that will probably be in the championship game, correct? Yeah, they see, don't, they don't to, play. They don't play Virginia Tech until the, the regular season. They play them in the, in the ACC championship game, right? So they got to hope that Virginia Tech is strong enough and shows something. At least they'll have that. If but it's that, anybody else, yeah. But that loss they had to Georgia, coming into their building and beating them. If Georgia runs the table and only loses to Alabama, they're going to go over Clemson. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. You're going to have two eight, two SEC teams in, and you're going to have a Big 12 in, and then Georgia's, you, got, you got it up in there. Georgia's best – I mean, Clemson's best bet is for uh, Georgia to win the SEC. And be that, but and, that, and that includes beating Alabama. But still, if Alabama got one yeah, loss, y'all to, do know D. Will is on the phone, right? If they, but that, that I'm just happen. saying it's their best chance. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm just saying it's their best I'm chance. Just, I'm just that's all they got. But that's what I mean. Either one, if they beat each other, that's going to knock Clemson out. I'm telling you, the ACC is there's D. Will. You said it perfectly. That conference is trash. It's trash. And if if. <laughs> If the other teams don't beat themselves or lose or slip up, it's going to be problems for the ACC and the big team. Clemson plays Georgia Tech this week. 
That won't even be. Like I said before, <laughs> they'll have more problems getting, getting off, off the, the bus. bus. Wow. They're favored by 29. So Mark it. All right. No, hey. Man. Georgia, Georgia Tech doesn't have anything, man. They got a quarterback controversy, though. They're still trying to. <laughs> they're still trying to wean themselves off the triple option. There's so there's still a lot of roster turnover going over there. Yes, they they got problems. That's cold. ACC is horrible, man. It's sad. It's truly sad. All right, let's jump into <laughs> to some NBA. Uh, D. Will John Wall and Houston Rockets said that they're going to part ways. Your thoughts on? John Wall and your thoughts on what Houston is doing. They, they're getting rid of all of their superstars and trying to rebuild. And they, they're pinning their hopes on K.J. Martin, Porter, and uh, it's another name that I'm that's slipping my mind. Tall boy. Christian Wood. Christian Wood, yeah. Hey, and don't forget about the rookies they really like in Jalen Green and Josh yeah, Green. Yeah, Jalen Green, yeah, true. yeah. True. That's true. So that, that, that gave them, that gave them the, the ability to get rid of their superstars, mainly John Wall. To get from up under that huge contract, so I think that's a yeah. They're going to be awful, but the thing is, it's a win-win for both because for John Wall and somebody <laughs> at this stage of his career, he doesn't need to be part of a rebuild. He's been part of a rebuild his entire career when he was in Washington. It's time for him to get somewhere on a on a competitor so we can really see who John Wall is if he's still the John Wall pre Achilles injury. We still hadn't seen that. We saw flashes last year, but like you say, Houston was so bad, it, it really didn't matter, you know. So they just really made room for those uh, for those two young guys to be able to step in and really get a lot of playing time, which is good because, like Ham has always said, if you you either gonna be really really good or you need to be really really bad, exactly. tear the whole house down. So they're doing exactly what you need to do in the NBA, which is build through the draft, tear down your roster, build through the draft, and just go about it the way that the 76ers went about it when they were doing the process. And look where the process is now, even though Ben Simmons is, we already know. Yeah. But, so, so the thing about it is, that is that is the formula to get better. So, they did right by parting ways with John Wall to take that ego, that big, huge ego, out of the locker room and hand it over to the, the young guys, the Christian, like you mentioned, the Christian Woods, the K.J. Martins, and those two young uh, rookies they got coming in. That's smart, and it's also good because John Wall, he don't have a lot of years left in that body with all those injuries. So he needs to get somewhere where he can get to a competitor and start solidifying his career before it's over. All right, Han, your thoughts? Yeah, without a doubt, he got he has to go. And I, it's still going to be hard. I think he's owed like 90-something million over the next million. two years. It's going to be hard for – but we saw Chris Paul get out, but Chris Paul had more upside. Chris Paul, was John Wall looked like John looked like he hit the wall. So I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't know how much is left. So that's the thing about it. I don't know what basketball team or what contender, barring some injury or whatever. I I don't know what Wall has left. I don't know what he can contribute. Uh, the Lakers. I think the Lakers have. They probably reached the age limit by now. I don't know if they can take another one. So <laughs> I'm not sure where or who is going to spend 92 million on John Wall. That's the only thing. Well, if they buy him out, they're going to they gonna come to an agreement yeah. and buy him out. So the next team won't have to take on yeah. all of that contract. I see that. So, you know, so somebody's going to pick him up. Ain't, because ain't, like you said, no I'm with you, Hank. Ain't, ain't no I don't know how much you got left. Ain't no buyout. Ain't no buyout. Ain't no buyout. 
He's not giving he up getting, tonight. He getting all he 92 getting all million. He getting all that money. <laughs> and all, all money. I'll take all 92 of mine, too. <laughs> they might pay him I'm not leaving away. nothing. I'm not, I'm not giving y'all nothing back, especially if I have no loyalty to Houston, which he doesn't have. He was only there half a season. So, yeah, give me all 92 of mine. And they might pay him to stay away like they've done other players in the past. We've seen people, I think. Nick Anderson. Yeah, Nick Anderson. Jalen Rowe. Yeah, so just pay him to stay away. Yeah, man, and, and and don't forget they they did Steve Francis and Stephon Marbury the same exactly. way. Exactly, so mm. that could happen. G, your thoughts on Mr. John Wall and what Houston is doing, and do you agree with it? Well, he's the uh, I guess the casualty of them trying to do a quick rebuild uh, because they brought him in to play with James Harden, and Harden was like, I I don't want to be a part of this. So Wall is stuck there. You know, this was. The situation, you know, a lot of people look at it as Wall is the bad guy because he has this big contract and and he doesn't really fit in with the team's plans anymore. He didn't he didn't ask to be traded from the Wizards. He had just been hurt the last two years. But then you bring him into a situation in which he's supposed to replace Russell Westbrook. But it's it was clearly once James Harden chose that he didn't want to be there anymore then everyone else didn't want to be there anymore. P.J. Tucker didn't want to be there anymore. Ariza didn't want to come back. Cousins didn't want to be there. And Wall was stuck there, I think, because he hadn't played the last two years. That's why we saw him on the court. But the way the team uh, imploded was no fault through no fault of his. But since they are, are in a rebuild and they owe one guy this much money, they have to move on from him. And hopefully he gets on to a contender. Um, you know, if if he's more concerned about about the money, then, you know, he may end up playing for a team that I call them purgatory. Purgatory North is Minnesota. Purgatory West is Sacramento. Uh, purgatory South is Orlando. I hope he doesn't end up in any of those places. Well, interesting, interesting you have on the screen here, the Ben Simmons and John Wall. Do you think – this can be a swap uh possible it's possible um philly may hesitate because of wall's injury history uh but he if healthy he's the better fit as far as um someone who can run your offense he can score if you need him to he mm-hmm. has he, he has shown that uh, as a defender i mean you know, Ben Simmons is on the top 1% of NBA defenders. So you, you take a step back there, but you can still, um, I think they still have a deep enough roster to where they can, in a way, make up for it. But it definitely makes them more dynamic offensively because if Wall doesn't have the ball in his hands, he's not completely useless, as I've always said, with Ben Simmons. So he can, he can play off the ball a little bit. He hasn't done that a whole lot, but... When he doesn't have the ball, he's not just getting it in Bede's way. Right. D. Will, can Paul Wall save John Wall out of Houston? <laughs> <laughs> I just figured I'd throw that in now. Just just that's some <laughs> some laugh and giggles. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh like I say, John Wall, I am I'm, I'm actually happy he's out of Houston. Uh I really didn't want to see him there because I know G just named all the purgatory places. Hell, right now, Houston, one of them purgatory places. <laughs> it is now, yeah. Purgatory <laughs> so, Midwest. So you need, he needs to get the hell out of there, too, because, like I say, his, his time is running short. Yeah. I feel you. 
Man, that's that's tough. Um, any idea of where Ben Simmons may go, in your opinion, D. Will, or what's the best fit you think for him? Oh man, um, my th- okay. I- I'll say it like this: Ben Simmons needs to take the PG out from in front of his name. If if Ben Simmons takes the point guard out from in front of his name, I think we have a totally different player because I believe his mentality. And with that label on him, makes him even more offensively liable because he's now thinking facilitate. I believe he's more of a Scottie Pippen than he is a Jason Kidd. Since he's been in the league, we've been trying to make him Jason Kidd when in actuality he's more Anthony Mason or Scottie Pippen, and I'm meaning a point forward. Someone who plays the wing, guards the wing, is a great defender, but is a small forward in a, 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 a point guard in a small forward body. But they do more on the wing. Ben Simmons has not been doing what he needs to do on the wing, and that's his issue. So to say where he needs to go is tough unless you just break down every single roster and see who can make the move. But, however, he's going to have to go somewhere where they're not depending on him to be one of their primary ball handlers. He needs to go somewhere that has a point guard, that has a solidified, legit point guard, where they can put him in his natural position at that at that pick-and-pop four or that three-man that plays the wing, that plays the mid-post, that runs the lanes. He needs to do that. So my, my answer to the question would be, put him somewhere with a legit point guard where he can go be a legit wing player and not have to think he's a 6'10 point guard that doesn't have to look to score. That's Phoenix. That's Phoenix. That's, That's Phoenix. a beautiful move. That's Phoenix. But I don't know what you can give up. You have to almost... Give up. No, you don't have to give Booker. up the farm. You don't have to give up the farm. You got to give up Michael Booker, Bridges. And, you and, have... and Booker. And yeah, I understand. Yeah. Everybody. I understand what y'all are saying about this. but Don't say they, y'all. I didn't say that. Well, I mean, well, anybody that's looking right. at the same. But Ben Simmons, I agree with him about, with D-Will about him not having to be a point guard or whatever. But he needs, they should have sat him down all summer <laughs> and let him watch what how Giannis plays. Yep. And just drive the ball to the basket, man. You're unstoppable. You, you got more, and he can he can play make better than Giannis. You see now, Giannis makes plays when he drops. But that that's a he. It's but Giannis's style is is more of a physical style in which he does draw fouls. Now Giannis is not a great free throw shooter exactly. as we know, okay. but he's not afraid to go to the line. And th- but this is what that's I'm part of Simmons' fear. Yeah, which you 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 you're echoing my points. What I'm saying, sit down and watch this dude play. Go to the basket. It, whatever you do, even if you're not hitting the shots, they're getting in right. foul trouble. He watched them but play a, live. They're getting. In, they, he's you so, got to be getting. Hold on. Hold on okay, he's go getting ahead. the other team in a point in a position where they got to collapse. Either they're going to foul you and get in foul trouble, or you're going to make a layup. Make a layup. Go to the basket. This is the problem with that hand. His mentality has to change because we've seen him go up for a layup and pass the ball. And that's what I just got through saying. Take the you got to take him out of the. You're not gonna teach him to shoot, but you can teach him to drive the basketball to the basket. It, it, but That's it's, it's not still, even that. You still go past. He not, needs. No, he, it's not. not a, if it's, you put, you gotta coach him into that. You gotta I, coach him. In, you can't coach him to shoot. But it's not a matter of of coaching him to do it or him watching tape. He needs a therapist. <laughs> I, I hear what you said. That, that's, that's, it's it's, it's all it's all a mental thing with shoot. him between look, the ears. He has. I guarantee you, if you go back and look at his time growing up, D. Will, what happens when you're the best player at a young age and 
your coach just tell you to go out there and, and take the ball to the hole and beat your people all day. He, I guarantee you he was beating people at the basket all through his years going up when he was averaging 20 or whatever during those times, right? Well, he grew up with kangaroos. I mean, so. If he grew up with, he can grow up with Godzilla. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what I'm saying is you got to just tell this kid to stop and go to the basket. You got to, he got to change his mindset on that. All right, real quick. Let's, let's talk, let's, let's, let's reference this with another guy. And G go know this pretty well. And I want to get y'all opinion on this. And this is going to, this is going to reference what we're talking about with Ben Simmons. Um, do y'all remember Steve Smith? Smith from the Hawks. From, from the Hawks, went to yeah. Michigan State, drafted by Miami, and he was the point guard, played point guard at Michigan State, played point. But when he got to the Hawks, and when he later years in Miami, they they played him off the ball, and they wanted him to shoot. But because of his mentality, he really couldn't come out of that that point guard mentality. And, G, you can talk about this more than I can, especially in Miami. And I can talk about it when he was with the Hawks playing with Mookie Blaylock and things of that nature. And you remember That's that. Yeah. He was on the Superstation all the time. That's all. So, yeah, with him playing in Miami, like, they had a point guard at the time. Uh, Sherman Douglas, I think later, was mm-hmm. Bimbo Coles. But he he had always been the guy to have the ball in his hand. Right. Uh, up in, well, being at Michigan State. But – when he got to the NBA, it's like, well, he can shoot. He he can post up when guards did that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, why don't we – those are things that he's stronger and have him play off the ball just so, you know, they're to kind of take the pressure off. Uh, they Those teams wanted him to play with a point guard, right. with another point guard, just to take the pressure off of him because he's going to be dependent on more to score. Now, today, he could probably still play the way he did in college because – the, it's more of a guard. The guards need to score more, kind of league. But, but I think that was more of a an easier transition because the things that he did with the ball outside of playing outside of the point guard things, he could al- he already did well. So we're like, well, we want you to just do that. You don't have to play point guard. So the transition's easier because they're he's those are things he was already doing. Mm-hmm. But with with a guy like Ben Simmons. Look, we, we don't see any post game from him. <laughs> we don't. We don't see him shoot outside of three feet. And mm-hmm. like I said, like it's a mental thing to where, like, yeah, he could he could be going downhill like Giannis or LeBron yeah, all the time, but he's afraid of getting fouled and going to the line. Do, so, do, we, do you? I remember? was afraid of the dog for a long time too. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta overcome the fear. He gotta go to the basket. I understand what you're saying. Whatever you did to he's overcome that, just that's gotta, what he needs to do. Yeah, he just it's gotta not, go. It's, you just, but it's it's more than what coaching or tape can do. You gotta you gotta surround him with shooting, just like they had to do with Giannis too. You gotta find somebody that can shoot because it'll it'll open the floor up. Mm-hmm. Hey, but seriously, let's take, let's think about it. Who has Ben Simmons been compared to since the day he came into the league? LeBron James. So what was our what have we always said about what makes LeBron successful? He needs shooters. Exactly. What needs to happen is he needs to go somewhere where they can play him like LeBron. LeBron is a small forward in a point guard's body. 
just like I said about Ben Simmons. But LeBron plays like a wing. He plays point guard from the wing. He facilitates from the wing. He facilitates from the break. If he gets it off the glass, yes, he pushes it and goes. But, however, we see the way LeBron plays. He plays in those type of areas. So what needs to happen is Ben Simmons needs to... As he is, he hangs with LeBron. He signed the clutch sports. He's a part of that. He needs to play like LeBron. And until he gets that into his head or until a team starts to play him like that, he's going to continue to struggle. Because we knew LeBron couldn't shoot when he came in, but he developed his jump shot. And Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons is trying to play point guard. He's trying to bring it up 94 feet. There's nobody in the league is going to bring it up 94 feet and be able to jack up a 27-foot shot unless you're Steph Curry or Dame Lillard. And he's neither one of those. So he needs to go straight to the LeBron James mode. And until a franchise is smart enough to do that for him, or Ben Simmons decides, hey, this is what I'm going to do, we're just going to sit here and say, what could have been with Ben Simmons? Think about the uh, a couple of years, about a few years back, when he had all the shooters around him, when he had all them bitches is on the sides, and he was mm-hmm. coming off the bench. They made a run because what he did was collapse defenses and kick. Right, right. And, uh, he just needs to be in the right situation. Now I agree, he needs to shoot more, but in this day and time, he needs to have shooters that when he collapses, he kicks it out to them. And they knock those shots down. And I promise you, when he goes to the basket more, they can't lead those guys in the corner. He can finish over six one guard, a six four four guard. So that that's all I'm saying. I agree with G. Uh, with G. He's afraid to go to the line. I, he is. But I saw Giannis. He transformed, and the reason they're the champions now because he went crazy at the free throw line late. It's it's just right. he's got to shoot it. I agree with y'all on that, no doubt about it. But he just got to get in the right situation. I'm, I was a proponent that keep them at the at the point guard for the longest. But I'm over that now. I agree with you, D-Way. He got to come off the ball. But that right. doesn't mean that he doesn't get it in transition and take it downhill and make plays, though. Right. Right. Okay. And it's, like I said, until we see that, Ben Simmons is going to be a what could have been. Yep. Wasted talent. Waste well, let me ask you this, then. Would, would that also be a fit in Golden State as as we've been hearing? The only thing you worry about there, and I didn't mean to jump D I know you got some on this, so I'm gonna be quick. The only thing is now you have two people on the floor who probably can't stand on the beach and throw it in the ocean. Mm-hmm. With him and Draymond. That's a, now you do have two shooters that are out of man, I mean just out of this world. But you're gonna be able to collapse off of both of your other guys. And they also have your favorite player. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but think about it though. Like you say, if you if, if we were to run to break it down, Draymond Draymond and Ben Simmons are the same person. Exactly. Exactly. Like both of them are point forwards in a, in in that same body frame that neither one of them can hit the side of a barn. So my thing is, I don't like him in Golden State unless you're trading him for Draymond. Exactly. And ain't no way in the world the 76ers is going to trade Ben Simmons for Draymond Green. Yeah. It just ain't going to happen. Yeah. So my thing is, I, it, 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 it sounds good, but unless it's a trade for Draymond and a lot more, because I like like Hans said, there's no way you could put Ben Simmons and Draymond Green on the floor. I don't give a damn if you do got Steph Curry and, and Clay Thompson out <laughs> yeah. there. Like, that just ain't going to work because you have the space, especially if you put somebody out there like like a Wiseman, now you got three people all occupying the same space. Yeah, it's too much. That's crazy. All right, D-Will, we got to roll. I'm going to ask you this before we go. Who impressed you in the NFL this week, first week? Kyler Murray. My man. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, man. Kyler Murray is a 
freaking video game. Like that 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 play he had where he ran around like a chicken with his head cut off, ran across one way, juked the man, went up the middle, faded left, stayed behind the line of scrimmage, and delivered a dime to the wide receiver. Yeah, dude's gonna be a problem. And Cliff Kingsbury, although they said he he had no business getting that job, but. Prior to him getting that job, if he said he ever got to the NFL, he would take Kyler Murray, number one. And when the opportunity came, he did it. He's looking like a genius. Yep. And he got some defense now, too. Yeah. And he's playing de- – like, listen, Chan- what's his name? Chandler Jones is going to have to – he's going to have to do a lot to keep that defense formidable. But if he can stay healthy, because we know he's injury prone, yeah, if he can stay healthy, yep. Yep. I agree with you. That defense is looking much better because we know Clint, Kit- Clint Kingsbury cared nothing about defense Nuts. in his college at Texas Tech. He was air raid. So <laughs> now that he's pulled that back, I think they can – I'm not saying – like they're in the toughest division in football. They're so, the SEC of the NFL, they will. Huh? That's the SEC of the NFL. Is the NFC? I West. agree. That is the SEC of the NFL. <laughs> so I don't know if I don't think all four of those teams can make the playoffs. So they may be one of those teams that missed the playoffs at ten and seven. But and listen, that's an improvement for last year, and I think Kyler Murray is going to be in the running for MVP. Yeah, I agree. All right, cool. D. All right, D. Will. Let everybody know where they can reach you on on social media and online. Oh, man, y'all already know, man. Check me out on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Eyeball Radio, man. That's Eyeball Radio, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also hit me on Twitter at Coach underscore Eyeball. You can also hit me on Facebook under my government, Derek Williams. And you can also go to at underscore Real Talk Tees. Hey, man, listen, I want everybody to go to EyeballRadio.com. Go to the Eyeball Radio shop and shop with us, man. Buy you some Eyeball gear. Buy you some Real Talk Tees gear. And go buy you some Alabama T-shirts. And I got all of that on there in the store. Go read some articles. I'm dropping the Alabama State 2023, Class of 2023 rankings will be dropped in podcast form this weekend. So, man, be looking for the podcast this weekend of the 2023 State Alabama rankings. And other than that, man, y'all already know, man. Just hit me up anywhere else. Let's keep the conversation going. I do. We're we'll you next week, bro. All right, man. Y'all hear me, man. Y'all hear them balls bouncing, man. We in the gym getting it in, man. So, oh, man. we're going to keep on moving. All right. All right. Good deal. All right, fellas, y'all have a good show. All right. Down, man. The Will got an NIL deal with, with Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, all right, man, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We got ballers and busters coming up next on Sports Roundtable and SRT Crew. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. Keep those ears locked to Sports Roundtable on the real 1100 AM. Are you looking for a new, pre-owned, or used car to get you around the city or simply from point A to point B? Look no further. Jay's Used Cars is the place to be. Jay believes your job is your credit, and no matter what your situation is, Jay will get you in a car. Visit Jay's at 3820 Lawrenceville Highway in Tucker and mention Sports Roundtable, get a 10% discount. Go to jaysusedcars.com to check out the inventory. Jay's Used Cars, where they stack them deep and sell them cheap. Sports Sports Roundtable. I want you and that young man to tie that knot. I'm going to pray for you. 
and I want you to hold on to God's unchanging hand because he helped Joshua fight the battle of Jericho. Yes. He helped Daniel get out the lion's den. He helped Gilligan get off the island. Lord. Only on WWWE, the real 1100 AM. Other radio shows may have their players of the week, but at the Sports Roundtable, we have our ballers, ballin', and our busters. This man was a bona fide scrub. Sports Roundtable back at you. I'm Joe from Bankhead. Hancock is in the building. G-Money behind the glass. And uh, y'all, um, we're having a little technical difficulty online, so all of, all of our tenants, y'all be patient with us. We're trying to get back up online. And uh, but I'm sure you're listening uh, throughout. Now it's time for our ballers and busters um, to get everything started. We're starting off with our ballers for this week. And hand we, we mentioned it. Y'all just mentioned it before, and I I, I let y'all have Jameis because I, I'm I'm sure y'all was proud of Jameis. And things of that nature. You had to have something good from Florida State. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm going with Chandler Jones as my baller for this week. Five sacks. And he anchored that defense to put pressure on uh, Tennessee's quarterback. And they wonder why, with all of those receivers that Tennessee has, why didn't they, what, seven catches between – AJ Brown, Julio Jones. Yeah, Julio got a little bad, uh, bad juju, didn't he? Uh, yeah, from the coach. He did. Yeah, so uh, yeah, got a little chewing. I heard. Got a little chewing, but Tannehill couldn't. He didn't have enough time. Yeah, well, I mean, it, any quarterback in the league, when you don't have time, kill it makes you mortal. Yeah, you know, you can be Mister Brady, All World, whatever. We've seen when pressure busts a pipe. And that's what happened with Tannehill in this particular DeAndre Hopkins had two touchdowns. Uh, Christian Kirk had two touchdowns. And, boy, Kyler Murray, he he did you right in the fantasy hunt. Yes, he did. He was over 40 points. There you go. But I lost my running back. We'll talk about that later. All right. Well, who you got for your ball? My ball is the guy you just mentioned, uh, Kyler Murray. Um, Murray, again, he started the year off last year and was mentioned early for uh, MVP of the league. And this year he's beginning to to have that same start. And I think his name is, is starting to be mentioned, although it's the first game of the year. With this performance, he's already kind of elevated himself up there in that talk as a uh, MVP candidate. We'll see how this goes and how it materializes as the season goes. Um, and we'll see if they hit a wall because I think they were like 5-2 and two and then they hit a lull like late in the year, and I think they lost six out of the last nine games. So, and he got injured. That was the thing. And when he's, you know, as small as he is, if he gets hit, and that he took that pounding last year, and that's when everything started to go down. You know, and we'll see how teams, you know, try to deal with his quickness or whatever. Because Lamar Jackson and he, to me, provide so much of a problem on the defense because you never know where they are. It's like. Barry Sanders is playing quarterback against the team, you know, with a guy that's con- that can throw the ball and move the way he moves. But, yeah, he was my MVP, uh, well, baller. my baller this week. I mean, where he counted for five touchdowns, rushed in one through for four. Did have one pick, but other than that, he was he was pretty much Fan- flawless. Fantastic. Yeah. 
All right. Hey, we back up, y'all. So, y'all want to get back online, let us know. Uh, we back up. Give us y'all ballers and busters for this week. All right, G, what you got for your baller? Uh, my baller this week goes to Oregon running back C.J. Verdell. Yes. He was a man amongst balls. <laughs> uh, 195 total yards, 161 on the ground, three total touchdowns, including a 77-yard run. Um I think, you know, as Oregon keeps winning, it's possible that Anthony Brown will get more of the of mm. the pub. He'll get some love. But uh, C.J. Verdell, uh, they'll go as far as he can take them. That, did he just enter himself in the Heisman race? I, I think so. Um, you know, a, a lot yeah. of people pay so much attention to the quarterbacks. Um, well, Devontae Smith is the fourth wide receiver to ever win the award. And not a lot of not a lot of receivers um, get get that kind of attention, but I think uh, with him, I think he he's going to be the focal part of the offense. I think Brown is going to keep them steady, but I don't know if he'll have the numbers that will kind of pop out to you. But because he's the quarterback of a of a top team, he may get a little more pub than Verdell. But right now, I know it's only been two games, but I I I put Verdell in the conversation. All right, we have any buses and bottles online? Any bottles online? I don't think any came up okay. yet. Nobody came. All right, my buster this week <laughs> goes out to Arthur Smith, head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, Hand. The Falcons made whole wholesome changes this offseason, right? Mm-hmm. Got a new coach. Yes. Got a new GM. Yes. And they took an, an enormous chance in drafting the tight end. Correct? Yeah, definitely correct. Okay. So, and this is supposed to be an offensive guru, supposedly. And they said that. He was pumping and preaching that because you, you looked at the film just like we, we saw the film. The Falcons has always had trouble in the red zone. And you drafted a tight end that is 6'6", 240 pounds, runs a 4-5-40. And he's not even in the game in the red zone. And for somebody who talks about offense, how do you, in your first coaching, your first game coaching ever, not even score a touchdown? It looked like the same team from last year or the last three previous years. So, he gets my bust of the week. Well, on your buster, I told you when the draft started, you don't take a tight end with the number four pick of the draft. I, I, that, that's just all there is to it. I said this and I stood by it, even when they took it. That you don't take that that high because the tight end they're getting tight ends that don't even play college football. They get them out of basketball now. So why would you spend one I, as 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 good as he is and can be? You don't take a tight end that high. You should have gone. This should have been a watch. To me, you're not gonna win. You got a talented wide receiver right now. You should have moved him too and just build. You should have moved. Uh, Ridley, you should have taken Justin Fields 
and let him sit on the bench and go ahead and build. The, you could have gotten some for Ridley and start building your team. Because you're not, I told you, I asked you how many games they were going to win this year. It looks like they're going to be more to what I said. About four or five wins. Because they they looked horrible. And the schedule's not going to get any better. They got two teams in their division in New Orleans and Tampa Bay that should beat their brains out, just to be honest with you. So that's four losses right there that I see. And then you, you probably split with Carolina. This this division, the, it, the South has two legit teams in it. So anyway, that to me, uh, that, that was a bad pick to take him that high. I think he's going to make some plays. I took him on my fantasy team. I think he's going to do some things for you. But that's not a pick you take when you're in a rebuild mode. That's the thing. They didn't didn't know they were in a rebuild mode at the time, you know. Uh, How how do you not know when you do that? They hadn't traded Julio yet. They're like, we just need one more offensive weapon, even though there are other issues. Oh, yeah, but what you said, they hadn't traded him yet, but the deal had already been done. When, When Shannon Sharp talked to Julio and he said that, they had already discussed that Julio was gone. That's why Julio was so comfortable saying, oh, I'm out of there. Because it was already mutually agreed upon. The Falcons didn't know they were in a rebuild mode yet. <laughs> either either way, either before or right after, you know, you know, knowing they were going to trade Julio. They didn't know yet. How They thought they were one piece away by taking by by taking a tight end when there are when your quarterback's getting older and when there are other quarterbacks available to, to make that a more seamless transition, because you see teams now, like I've always said, like they draft quarterbacks and then try to win a championship during that quarterback's rookie deal. That's what teams are trying to do now. So when you draft a rookie quarter, when you draft a quarterback, you're trying to put him in as soon as you possibly can. The Packers are the only team doing something different. Jacksonville drafted a quarterback. They not know they 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 rebuilding. So what? Well, why, I mean, I like, if you're at the if you're at the you know the top they two were top picks, four. they had the fourth pick in the draft. You had an abundance yeah, of but quarterbacks you, this year. I mean, they had- they are taking the approach of we don't need a quarterback. How can you got a, a quarterback that's sixty seven years old? And so you when got they, a team that, when they're that, passing on the quarterback, it's like we don't need a quarterback right now. We'll get somebody else. Even though on the outset it looks like that y'all should get a quarterback and sit him, but they're thinking, well, we can't draft a quarterback when we have one. They think they have one. In Matt They have they have one right now. In Matt Ryan. Right. That's what they're saying. They have one right now. They well, if they're saying that, Harris, uh, the the franchise is in trouble. Because if they're looking at Matt Ryan and saying that he was the guy that's going to lead this team back with what they have around them, when you trade away your all-time wide receiver, you have a, a wide receiver that now it was that's burgeoning to be one of the best, but he's not in the top five all uh, uh, NFL wide receivers. Well, you don't based have based on fantasy, he was four. But he's not, though. I'm not talking about fans. I'm talking about real life. <laughs> and I'm talking about real-life running back. You got a journeyman running back. You got a, a rookie head coach. You got trash on your offensive line. You got trash on your defensive line. You got nothing in the second. Well, you got a first-round pick in the secondary out there from Clemson. But what do you have? And how can you say you're not in rebuilding mode? If you don't realize you're in rebuilding mode, 
then Arthur Blank never in serious trouble. Either they, they don't know or they're trying to you can't half, do both. It, it, they, they're trying to do it halfway. You can't do both though, dude. I, I, Jay, you can't I mean, you do can't both. do it half. You can't do it halfway exactly. either. It's so either you do it or you point. don't. So if this if this regime thought that they could do it, the way Golden State found out the same way this year, right? When they were trying to do the same way, they thought they could bring Wiseman in and still be competitive or whatever, right? You can't do it that way. You either go and say, okay, we got it here, or you go and, and go for broke with what you got. Now, to take a tight end at number four, I, how many times has that happened? How many tight ends have I we think, seen go that high? I think he's the – the that's the first time it's gone as high as four. I think Vernon Davis is like six or seven. Kellen Winslow was six or seven. Um, Gonzalez was like 12, 13. So. And that was – Gonzalez played both ways. What I'm saying to you is that does not – constitute a way to rebuild your franchise if you're going to take a tight end that high he had to be a piece that was going to put you over the top and he's not and for them to even think that that was the case they they you can't i don't know how you know football if you think he's that was the case. not he, he wasn't because he wasn't even in the game to even to even be thrown to i mean they're they're those are it's one of those positions where you don't take you normally don't take someone in that position that high unless they're going to be um a major focus of your offense if you take a a tight end or a receiver or a running back that high you're going to have them in the game and you're going to find ways to get them the ball and that didn't happen it did not happen i don't i just it makes no sense to me i i just can't see that but anyway my buster the Florida you said State all that and didn't give a bust. Yeah, my bust is the Florida State football team. You give up a bomb at the end of the game, a Hail Mary at the end of the game. Players to Jacksonville State. Florida State is falling so far, man. I'm so sick. We are now, we like, I'm not going to say we're Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> we're not quite Vanderbilt. Duke? Duke, maybe. Yeah, we like the Duke. And Make sure you say the football team. Carl. Duke football. Duke okay. football. That's, that's pretty much where we are, man. Or Wake Forest football. It's it's sad. It's sad. It's, it's sad. And to see that team just look the way they do, gee, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm almost ashamed to put my Florida State stuff on. I have one Florida State shirt, and I don't know where it is, fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so they get my buster, man. All right, you got After to the first week. Uh, to add on to that Florida State buster, whoever that lineman was that still proposed to his girlfriend after the game, you just lost. Like, is is this a good time? Wait till homecoming or something. Um, but secondly, my buster goes to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, just all the attention they got during the offseason, especially Aaron Rodgers and uh, just to come out flat, worse than flat um, against against the Saints. I know it's kind of a neutral location game because of the hurricane, but I mean it was going to be a road game for y'all anyway. Um, I don't know if the players or if the whole team is on board with this being the last dance with Aaron Rodgers, as far as like what kind of effort they're going to give. Um, so that'll be something just for everyone to look out for for the rest of the season. But this is not a great start. 
do you think going forward by not, them not playing at all in the preseason kind of contributed to this first game? Uh, I mean, that could be the case for some players, but... They said 31 players in both. They, they didn't even play two games. Uh, well, that that's that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, if it was a handful of players, I mean, if Rodgers, if it was like just Rodgers or maybe one of the running backs that didn't play, you know, no big deal. But for, for it to be that many players, that's over half the guys who are going to be on your team. Yeah, uh, yeah that's that's too much. Uh, they they And they don't have long if they're trying to get together. All right. Commissioner Gordon says Buster Aaron Rodgers. Marty said Buster Tennessee Titans. Yeah, and he, and, has, he has Carson Wentz as his baller by yeah. the week. But uh, at Buster Tennessee Titans, I, uh, I Ryan Tannehill will be exposed this year. That's, <laughs> that's just what I believe. I think that, that the play action game isn't going to work the way they think it will. Yeah, I, I think they're trying to become something that they're not, and what they are is a running football team, and they're trying to make him more of a passing threat. You got to play within your strengths, and their strength is the big boy in the backfield. Yeah, give it to him. He only what had nine carries or eleven. Got to give it to him. All right, man. We got to get to the second half of the show. That's going to end our ballers and busters. So let's go take a quick break. Get to the second half of the show. You listen to Sports Roundtable and SRT Crew on the Red Eleven Hundred SRTRadio.com. We'll be back with more Sports Roundtable on The Real Real 1100 AM. You are tuned into WWE Geekville AM 1100. Listen up, sports fans and TV watchers. SRT and Vibe TV have joined forces to bring you the best TV watching experience ever. When you subscribe to the Vibe TV app, you're going to get over 340 U.S. TV stations, including HBO, Stars, AMC, ESPN, Hallmark, Foreign Channel, Music Channels, and all of your local major city networks. Best of all, sports fans, Vibe TV is keeping you up to date with all the scores and more from tennis, golf, soccer, rugby, UFC, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, and more. And last but not least, live pay-per-view events at no extra cost. Never miss another game or match ever. If you want it, we got it. One app, one price, $15 a month, and never pay for extra add-ons. And here's a bonus for all these Sports Roundtable tenants. Visit VibeTVapp.com and use the promo code SRT for a 20% discount on all Vibe TV packages. So come on and subscribe to Vibe TV and stay connected to Sports Roundtable because they know sports. Sports Roundtable. They don't tell you black lives don't matter. That's not what they say. That's not the argument. They hit you with that slick. Like, well, all lives matter. Really? Semantics? That would be like if your wife came up to you and was like, do you love me? And you were like, baby, I love everybody. What are you talking about? Y'all know what time it is. 
SRT to click, keep it super lit. Yeah. Need a check, need a place a bet. Hancock with the pick. Woo. We don't play every Wednesday. You gotta turn, turn up, up turn keep up. it real. 1100 AM, they tune to us. Yeah, super slick when I spin move. I just touch down like I'm Jace moving. It's HO from Bankhead, so we don't tie. We gotta go for two. Woo. Big money like G money. G. Coach calling the play, we gotta fall in. SRT be the crew, you know we ballin'. Ball Sports round table, the only option. Uh. Yeah, so what I do, Woo. turn up every Wednesday with the SRT crew. What up, what up, what up? It's the Sports Roundtable. Thanks for tuning in. It is the second hour of the show. I am your humble host, H.O. from Bankhead. Hancock is in the building with me. G Money behind the glass. We are the SRT crew. Happy SRT Wednesday. First half of the show, D. Will called in. He said Oregon is the third best team in the nation, but he don't do not believe that Georgia is the second best team. So I can't wait for that battle at the end. I hope they do make it to the SEC title game. I think that'd be it's gonna be a throwback kind of game, but I'm looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Um also we talked a little basketball. Uh John Wall is trying to get out of Houston, and Houston trying to get him out of Houston. So uh, keep your eyes on that. Not sure where he could go uh, that will solidify uh, maybe a contender. Which contender? Though? Wait, you, you all said Phoenix? No, it was uh, ben Simmons. Simmons. Uh, uh, the Sixers? They, oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah it could, could be in a trade for Ben Simmons. I see that. Yeah. yeah. Could I be. See that. Well, we'll see. Keep your eyes on that. And um, we had ballers and busters. Had a lot of ballers and a lot of busters. Uh, Chandler Jones had an awesome first week. He Obviously, he's going to be the defensive player of the week. Without a doubt. Um, Kyler Murray looked awesome. Um, what about We didn't talk about the big win Pittsburgh had over Buffalo. What did you feel about that? That was impressive. Yeah, I I watched the whole game. Buffalo kind of dominated most of the game, but Pittsburgh looks like they know how to win. I thought Buffalo. Remember, I told you I think they're gonna come back to the pack a little bit this year. Yeah, but you also thought Pittsburgh was kind of done. Yeah, well, I still think Ben is done, but the defense they didn't is, do anything yeah. great offensively. Yeah. yeah, the defense won the game. Yeah, they got a great well, that's defense. what I said. As de- long yeah. as they defense they, is go play, they they not done. Yeah. Uh, when they play Cleveland, who can play both sides of the football, I think they're in trouble. I, I We'll see. I think their defense is going to be good. But Ben, man, he is. Ooh, he tender. All right, my main man, David Guthrie, checking in. He vibing on that TV. There he is. Uh, but anyway, we finna move on to our, our SRT takes a statement. And uh, well, Hancock's going to take over the show for about five minutes, and uh, he's going to ask me and G some questions. Y'all welcome to, to tag along with us and let us know what you think. SRT takes and statements. Everyone has an opinion. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. But are these hot takes? Hot takes. Or statements. I'm stating facts, 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 facts. All right, my man, we're going to jump right into these hot takes and statements. Big homie, Aaron Rodgers was not fully committed for this season. Statement. 
that just because of this game, you think uh, think he had a lot. This is the first time he had a lot going on in the offseason. I think he didn't. It was too much media attention on Green Bay, and so he put his team in jeopardy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Statement. Kyler Murray will win MVP this year. Um, I'm gonna say hot take. Um, you know, I I think this <laughs> this might be the year that um. Russell Wilson is able to keep it together past week nine. Um, I think that the, 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 the way the new offense played, I think that's a great possibility. Um, and I think uh, it may be set up for, even though they lost their first game, but for Josh Allen to get more uh, more attention is than Kyler Murray. Is he Josh <laughs> He, the the way it looked out there, uh, he might have to be a little more Jaheed. <laughs> okay. All right, big homie. Watching uh, New Orleans and watching Tampa Bay play. New Orleans, not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, will win the NFC South. Hot take. You still think Tampa Bay is, is the truth? Yeah, I still think the defense is... It's something to reckon with. Okay. All right. And somehow they they cheating somehow. You notice that Brady still doesn't get pressured. I, you know, he's been, he left New England. Are they holding and they just don't call on him? They hold him. Yes. I mean, he gets no pressure up the middle. I just don't understand that. And you know that's he, the way he'd be. He hat the ball so many times and just sit there and it, just wait. It, it's... I don't know. They just don't call holding. They can't be called. Or they get, or they get the hands inside and, and grab, grab the jersey, to, like where you can't see it. Because if the defensive lineman is trying to do all this, why you can't, can't see that their hands are actually grabbing. The why jersey. can't other teams do that, G? Why do they get called for holding? Because they the they're not coached to do it that way, okay. and their hands <laughs> on the outside. I got it. <laughs> all right, G. Mac Jones will have the best career. Between the three starting quarterback rookie quarterbacks this year that started, mm. um, I'm gonna go just those three. I didn't say just the, three. Just the ones that the started. Ones that started. The ones that started. Um, of those three, I'm gonna still say hot take. I think this is all a hype machine with Mac Jones. Okay. Um, and for and. and for them to come out and how many times did they throw it? Almost what? Almost. I feel like they threw it like fifty something yeah. times. Um, that's the oh thirty nine times. Okay, was that was that was. A, I think that was Trevor Lawrence who threw it fifty. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be as. Uh, he may be like that steady quarterback, but I don't think he's going to win games for you. Okay. So. I think those other two guys are more likely to be that guy than him. Okay. Big homie, Justin Fields should be starting for the Bears. No question. I would say statement. I mean, yeah, statement only because their defense can hold serve. Not not that offensively, you know, he does anything spectacular or he's – you don't want to put 
the you don't want him to win games. You want the defense to win. You know to put the offense in position where you won't he won't have to be a one man show. So I would say statement because of the defense. Yeah, you know uh, the Red Rifle had the second worst rating quarterback rating this week behind Rodgers. Okay, G. Tua is going to be a bust. <laughs> um, Which it hurts me to say. I, I really don't believe it. I, I'm going to say hot take on that one. Um, And not to go to the other extreme that he's a Hall of Famer, but I don't think he's going to completely flame out. He just, some about, he, you know how I told you J.J. Reddick left his jump shot at Duke? Tua left some at Tuscaloosa. It didn't. It didn't come with it. He don't look the same. But we'll talk about that later. Okay. Ohio State won't win. Won't be at a New Year's Six game this year. Oh. I'm gonna say hot take. Too much. They bring too much money to the, to the college football. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's, they bring too much money to college football to not be in the new, not to be in the six. Nah, I hot take. All right. G, based on the quarterback, the uh, redshirt freshman I saw at Florida this year, he will be the Heisman Trophy winner next year. Did you get to see any of him? Um, he's the one who uh, – Anthony – I can't think of his last uh, name. Right I, I know who you're talking about. I'm trying to pull up his name. But I saw they were playing uh, – Anthony Summer. I can't think of his last name right now. But he's a nice – The quarterback of Florida? Yes. Yeah. I think it is Robinson. Yeah. Uh, but I saw that he – He'd come in, he threw like three passes, and it was two of them went for touchdowns. Richardson. Yeah, I'm sorry, Richardson. Yeah, uh, three, 152 yards, two touchdowns. And an 80 yard And touchdown. then he had an 80 yard touchdown run. Um, Heisman next year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, he, I think he's, he will be in contention. I, will he win? He's got the right coach coaching him. You got Tebow's coach coaching him. Yeah. I, it's good. It, the opportunity is there, so I'm gonna say statement that he'll win, um, because it, based on what he could, he had seven plays in which he did something with the ball, and accounted for three touchdowns. Yeah, he, he's a bad boy. <laughs> so yeah. he he could he could break a lot of records. Will there. he will he unseat Emory Jones by the yeah Emory's through he this might year. he might unseat him this, this year. year. Next week, yeah, they play Bama. <laughs> I, I don't think you throw him to the wolves against Bama. Nah, no, but plus, plus, he pulled something in that eighty-yard run. Yeah, he um he, he uh, pulled something. a hamstring. Yeah, so I, I might not even play him this week. Um, Arkansas is the third best team in the SEC. Welcome to the SEC, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure about that. I like. Old Miss, like what they got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Arkansas and how they play, but I think it's a toss-up between Old Miss and Arkansas. So I'm gonna say hot take. Okay. G, Old Miss will finish in the top ten in the country this year. Um, even if they now. If they have one or less losses, they do have Alabama coming up. 
if they lose to them, that's fine. But if they beat an Arkansas and Auburn and Texas A&M, you got to have them in the top 10. So I'm going to say statement because uh, I just want I want to see it. I want to see Lane Kiffin. <laughs> like, he's he's so much fun. I, I, I know a lot of people don't like him, but he's fun because coaches should have personality in college football. You he don't definitely have <laughs> Last one. We already kind of mentioned. I'm going to throw this out to G. You, you don't even need to say it. I said FSU is now the Tennessee of the AC of the SEC. Uh, but Duke might have been they, better. Yeah, Tennessee's kind of more middle of the pack. Yeah. Duke, Duke, Duke or Wake Duke Forest. Duke fits it better. Yeah. Duke fits it better. So, <laughs> that'll end the hot takes and statements this week. Uh, we'll stick around. Come back and get you some more next week. All right, man. Appreciate that. That yes, was sir. that was awesome. That was awesome. Texas got a, a, a welcome home beatdown. Yeah, we got the a SEC. swag whooping. Yeah. That was when they were in the same conference back in the day. All right, man. Arkansas was waiting for that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, when we come back. SRT roundtable discussion. Who impressed you? The upcoming games this week in the NFL. Uh, who didn't look so well? Don't didn't take long for that to happen. Oh boy. Uh, oh yeah, and wow, not too bad. They look pretty good. A team of surprise. We get back. We got our roundtable discussion. Keep it locked. You listen, Sports Roundtable and SRT Crew on the Real Eleven Hundred SRTRadio.com. We'll be back with more Sports Roundtable on The Real, Real, 1100 AM. The work never stops at Bow Bell Basketball Academy, or more specifically, the feet work never stops at Bow Bell Basketball Academy. For boys and girls ages six and up, Atlanta's own Bow Bell has played and coached basketball all around the world and is here to share his philosophies Specifically, how footwork is the foundation to be a complete basketball player. Visit CoachBoBell.com for details about upcoming camps or call 770-912-4104 for more information. BoBell Basketball Academy, where feet work is key. Sports Roundtable. The Roundtable Discussion. What are we talking about? Sports Roundtable back at you. I'm H. Joe from Bankhead. Hancock is in the building. The sports superhero, G Money. Behind the glass. Running things behind the glass and dropping them beats. And it's our Roundtable Discussion. Sponsored by, guess what, Han? Vibe TV. Yes, indeed. Vibe TV is the best TV streaming service that you can find on the internet right now. Matter of fact, we may have a special guest calling in pretty soon. My man. 
that can tell you about some Vibe TV. Um, but uh, Vibe TV is it. $20 a month, man. And you get the Sunday ticket. It's it's worth it just for the Sunday ticket. Yes, it is. How many games you watched this week? Man, I, everything that was on the college channel and then red zone for me on Sunday. But that college football package, you just... is is unreal. Especially when you got fruit cups on everything, you can go by and check it out. So uh, one of the most awesome packages that you can get into, people, if you don't have Vibe TV, you're missing out. Yeah. And, and I do want to say that they take care of you. If, if something goes down or whatever, they're, they're reachable, they take care of you, and you, you feel like somebody cares about what you're doing so exactly yeah one of the best packages out there there you go shout out to marlon what up marlon the srt crew make sure you get that vibe tv bro better get it gotta get that vibe tv all the football you can take i don't know if there's enough football it's it just it's just super duper yeah and if you get bored there's some adult entertainment but uh <laughs> <laughs> I hand real quick. Uh, who impressed you this week, team uh, or or player? I kind of mentioned a little bit. Arkansas, New Orleans definitely impressed me. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals impressed me, and I got to give Jay Boyd nod uh, to see him come out and play as well as he did. We we thought what I said was Sean Payton would bring out the best in him. You got to put quarterbacks in the right position. Also, the late LASIK didn't didn't hurt. No, it didn't hurt. But calling the right plays. All that no risky, no biscuit stuff. No, you put him in a position to succeed. That's why I think you do the same thing with Justin Fields. You gotta, you gotta make sure that you put your players in the right position as a point guard. And this is all, but what what a coach always tells his point guard: make sure that when you pass the ball to somebody, you pass it to him in a position he can succeed. Uh, I played quarterback as well, so I understand. You see you what could have gave me a quarterback exactly. Be, why would I give? the ball to a guy back when big guys didn't handle the ball. I can't give him the ball out here. He's not going to do anything with it. I got a quick quick question for you. Remember me and D-Will was in the penthouse. We we we, we had a back and forth about um, play calling. I said that uh, if a play came in, if I didn't like the play, I'm changing it off the rip. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell nobody. Right. So, hey, we had the one-yard line. You want to run a 46 dive. Why am I going to take three steps back to hand the ball off to a running back? When I'm on the goal. When I'm on the one-yard line. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And for those who don't know, I'm pretty sure that was four through four back through the six hole, correct? Yeah. So what I did was, me in the center, I would tap which side. You were going to go. Which side to block, and, and I'm going go right down. behind him. Is it? But I, I seem selfish because it's like I wanted a touchdown. No, we scored the touchdown. But that's what you probably had was a a confidence from your coach that allowed you to be that general on the field. Yeah. But your coach had to say that you were competent enough to recognize that. See, a lot of people, they playing quarterback. They're just playing it. They're not operating as a quarterback or operating as an extension of their coach. So that's the difference, and I'm sure you did that. Absolutely. All right, who impressed me? Um, Arizona, New Orleans, Pittsburgh, and Philly. 
They front, they front seven is real tough. They front seven is tough. IG, who impression? Uh, with the the Saints, especially Jameis, uh, they only threw the ball twenty times, but they got five touchdown passes out of it. Um, I think they. I don't. I don't want to feel like there was a question of who Peyton should start, but he said, like I said before last season, Jameis can see he's going to be a starter in the league again. So um, that was impressive. Uh, I think the Rams came out and played well. Um, <laughs> Stafford can come out and I, I, I see them as, as a playoff team and maybe McVay will add you know a fifth and sixth play to the playbook <laughs> um i like what the uh i like what Terod taylor did you know even though it was jacksonville but just that situation is as someone described it it is chaos in houston there is no structure or anything like definite about anybody like watson may not play at all no, but he's not on. He's not suspended. He's not on the commissioner's exempt list. He hasn't been charged. But they can't. They. they He'll be uh, inactive all year. Yeah, he's he's. We're not going to see him this year. Can so. Teddy Bridgewater get some love? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? He's the best. He's he is. She showed that he's the best option for them right now. For the Broncos right now. Um. Yeah, I the the Drew Lock era is over. But why? I, you know, I guess Minnesota got up off of him because of the knee. It was it was the injury, yeah. and they didn't know they. It was kind of like they had the chance to. They felt like they had a Super Bowl contending at least defense. Defense, so they brought in Sam Bradford, and then when he got hurt, they had to play Keenum, and they still made it to the NFC Championship. Yeah. So they felt like they had the type of roster, um, but they felt they were okay. We're just a quarterback away. I, they didn't. They just didn't think Bridgewater was the he, guy. He's more than competent to me. I think he's a quality quarterback. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he gets the love or the, the chance. You know, well, because he's at worst, he's an average quarterback. But you can't be an average black starting quarterback in the NFL yeah, and and true. and stay on a team long term. It just doesn't happen that way. Do you think Jabo gets a contract? Do you think? New Orleans looks at him as their franchise guy now. You think a quarter uh, a contract? They now? they got to consider it. I mean, you you voided all those years with Taysom Hill. You don't have to pay him all that money. Yeah. So I I, I, they need to think long term, especially if Peyton's going to stay there. Yep. So I got a question in in the box. How did Pittsburgh impress me? Well, Pittsburgh impressed me uh, with the defense. Um. Obviously, it was the hype of Buffalo going against Pittsburgh, and everybody thought Pittsburgh was down because Rosenberger was getting older. T.J. Watt didn't get paid until the first week of the so season. He negotiated his own contract. Exactly. So, you know, that's how they impressed me. I just thought that Buffalo was getting a lot of hype because of how they finished last year, and Pittsburgh was was six point under. That was the best play on the board. Six-point underdog. I mean, you don't use a six-point underdog for a reason, but obviously Pittsburgh showed you that not so much. And I think we have a caller. We do have a caller. Caller, what's your name and where you calling from? What's up, H? It's 
David from Five TV, which is worldwide, sir. I'm from everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> David Guthrie, the CEO, owner, president of Vibe TV. Thanks for calling in, sir. And uh, can you please elaborate on what is Vibe TV for all those who's listening to the show? Yeah, sure, man. And I appreciate you. Uh, I, I noticed the new video ad you put in. I like it. Whoever did that, props to you. It looks good. Yeah, that um, that's G. And, and you did you did ask me where I'm calling from. I will tell you. I'm actually, I just moved to Jacksonville, Florida uh, a few months ago. I don't know if you knew that or not, but I'm no longer in South Carolina. I'm down here in Florida, living the life, living the, the best life, as they say, in Duval County, you know. Okay. But uh, I went to the Saints game this weekend. Watched them skull drag them Packers this Sunday. It was a fun time, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know that's 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 the best part about vibe is you can take it anywhere you go. So you know, I I decided to up and move out of state to a new state city. I just take my devices with me, plug it in, load my app up. I'm I'm ready to go, so I can watch wherever I'm at. All I need is my internet. So that's the best thing about it. And another good thing. Is while I was at the Saints game, watching them put on that beat down, got kind of boring towards the end because I was like, yeah, Packers ain't going to do nothing. So I pulled up my Vibe app on my phone, and I was watching uh, the Red Zone, keeping up with my fantasy stats, you know, watching other games. So that's the that's one of the best parts about it is you can be anywhere you want to be as long as you've got internet or a phone or mobile connection. You can watch it and you can keep up with anything you want to keep up with. And it's not just for sports. You know, I know it's a big thing for sports because it's got every single sport you can think about, but it's also got every single channel you can think about with the HBOs and the stars and the A&Es and the AMCs and the Hallmarks and all that stuff. You know, we've got everything to accommodate everybody. Children, women, men, families, you know, single, whatever. You know, we got what you need over this side. Well, Hancock said it best. He said, if you get bored, you can also go to the adult channel. <laughs> yeah, we got the filthy <laughs> McNasty always ready for anybody that needs some playtime with him, you know. Ah, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, so um, this is the best time of the year, obviously, for football fans and for fans all across America. Tell us why it's the best time for Vibe TV. Well, honestly, any time's the best time. But right now, is especially because of the NFL. Uh, last year, you know, with the pandemic, we still got it going on a little bit now. You know, nothing to just shrug off or anything anymore. But last year, it was like lockdowns and shutdowns and games postponed and this team not playing and that team not playing, you know, college level and stuff. But now, you know, this year, everybody's open back up and doing their thing. So we back into the sports and back into some chill time on the weekends with Saturdays and Sundays. And I heard earlier they mentioned the, the college football section on Vibe. It's got every single game, every single week, and it's listed by the team. So it's really easy to find your game and just put it on and watch it. It's not, you know, got to search through a bunch of stuff. It's really easy. Just go to it, find your team and watch it. And it's the same with NFL and NBA and NHL and all the sports. You just go to the sports section that you want to watch, and then you put on the game you want to check out, and there it is. And it's also got, you know, multi-screen, so all you fantasy players out there that want to watch different games and keep up with different stats, you can either put on the red zone, which we have, which comes with it, 
and just watch, you know, every touchdown or every score um, that happens. Or you can put on multiple games, like four or five different games and just kind of watch what you want to watch when you want to watch it, which is pretty nice with the app. Now, uh, most people don't know, or can you elaborate on being able to watch online, which is one of my favorite features? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's another thing with it being mobile, is you could literally go to the Vibe TV app website and then click on the link in the top that says uh, watch online now. And as long as you have an account, you click on that link, it's going to take you to a login page. You put in your username and password and log in, and then you got all your channels right there. You can watch it on any mobile device, any smart TV that has a browser, any uh, computer. You can watch it at work. You know, don't get in trouble. You know, just, you know, make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. But you can watch it anywhere as long as you have a web browser or something. Go right to the website and check in right there. So... Uh, not to put not to put our business out, but uh, you shot me a text this this week and said that one of your listeners is uh hooked uh contacted you or, or you contacted him and he signed up and he was pretty pleased. Can you elaborate on on, on how that conversation went? Yeah, man. Um, I know you guys advertise vibe every week, every Wednesday. You've got the ads and you're always talking about, it and I always appreciate that. You know, very humble that y'all do that for me. But um, one of your listeners that is a new listener to your uh, Wednesday podcast uh, came into my chat, which you can do when you go to the website. If you have any questions or have any problems or whatnot, you can pull up a live chat and talk with somebody directly instantly, which is sometimes me, which I don't do it often, but sometimes I'm in there and it just so happened that I was in there that day. And he came in and was telling me that he heard about it through SRT. He used the SRT promo code and got his 20% off or 15%. I can't remember what I got y'all at, but okay. he got his, his, his off. You know, he got his percentage off and got his savings. And um, he was telling me that he's a new listener to you guys and he's excited about it. And he checked it out um, for the first five minutes he had only been a customer he's like man i just opened the app and logged in and i'm already mesmerized and i ain't even started watching nothing yet so <laughs> it's just because you get so much content everything from every sport to every channel you get foreign stuff you get 24 7 tv shows that you can just watch all the time with no interruptions it's just so many features of the app it's just cool just to have it much less to use it you know it's, it's awesome don't forget your pay-per-views. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let, let, let me not leave out the pay-per-views because <laughs> this thing costs so much daggone money. <laughs> but let me let me give you a quick, if you got like two minutes, let me tell you, like it started for me three years ago is when I started this company because I got bored with cable and frustrated with all those mainstream streaming apps and cable applications because they're so limited and they cost so much. Just to have a standard basic package, it costs like 60 to $80 a month or, uh, yeah, a month. So it's just ridiculous up front. And then you got to pay extra for everything. Pay per view to get Sunday ticket. You got to pay two, three, four hundred dollars or whatever it is. It's just crazy how much money they take from you just to watch a stream. And so I grabbed up all the USA channels possible including all the premium movie channels, all the local channels in hundreds of cities across the land and, and grab all the sports packages, everything you can think of. 
and I put it together in this package and then I and put it into my app. So all you're paying for is access to the app. That's the $20 a month for, for one device. And then you get your username and password and you can log into the app and then you get everything that you can think of to watch, which is why I created it in the first place. It's because I personally was tired of being limited with everything. And now I'm pretty much unlimited. And now everybody that's one of my customers is also unlimited. So that's what keeps me going, their happiness and what they get to do on their TV, you know? All right. Now, you have never called here and not given away anything uh, to us or to our <laughs> listeners. So All right, Horace. I got kinda... a candy bar. Which is like Snickers, <laughs> Milky Way. <laughs> or you on a diet? What we what we working with? What, you want me to get you a granola bar? I'm on, I'm on, I got you. Yeah, I'm on a diet for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking with you, man. But no, uh, I'm glad you asked me that because right now for the month of September, I'm giving away, not giving away, but um, 30% off all three month packages. Because you can buy one month, three months, six months, or a whole year at a time. And each level, if you buy one month, it costs the most, obviously. But if you buy three months, you get a percentage off. You get six months, a little bit more off, and et cetera. But I'm giving an extra 30% off the three month packages. So just to give you an idea, three months, one device costs 55 bucks for all three months. Um, but right now with the 30% off, it's only $38 and 50 cents for the first three months, which is about $13 a month. And you get all that that we just was talking about. Okay. So it's a pretty good deal. The the promo code to use for that is football F O O T B A L L. And you get the 30% off. It's only for new customers. Existing customers can't take advantage of it, but new customers can take advantage of the 30% off of their first three months. All right. Promo code football. football. Cannot beat that at all. Uh, and I'll make I'll make you a deal because the Falcons are looking like trash and I'm a little upset. That's why I don't have any free giveaways this week. However, the first week that they get their first W, I'm going to call in that following Wednesday and I'm going to give somebody a free month. How about that? All right. That'll work. You, might, that you might not all have right. to worry about that one. Man. <laughs> you might <laughs> Might not, that might not be in the plan. <laughs> hey, we might have to pray on it tonight. I I'm know that's right. But yeah, people go out and get it, man. You talking? If you listen to a guy, I got two two accounts and pay for another. Yeah, and I think, I think it was Marky who who called in. Marky did. Yeah. Okay. Mark. Yeah, that's that's a guy I work with. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I'm a big proponent of this. I pull up it all the time, David. It's it's one of the most. Uh, it's the best package I think I've ever had. I enjoy it immensely. Um, I go home and fight if my remote isn't where it's supposed to be. <laughs> and uh, as soon as they get the man cave done for me, baby, yeah. I will be all through it. So. Yes, sir. Yeah, the, the number one question I get, uh, and I've been getting for all three years, is does, is it compatible with my smart TV? Can I just put it on my smart TV? But let me... There are some smart TVs, I think Samsung and LG, that do have an app that you can use directly on the TV. However, my app that I developed is an Android-based application, so it's not compatible with those operating systems. So it doesn't work directly on smart TV or directly with Roku or directly with Apple. However, there are alternative apps that you can use with just about every single device out there. However, the most 
number one device that everybody uses is the fire stick because it's just so easy and you can install it directly on there or you can get yourself an android box and install it directly on there so if anybody's wondering if it's compatible with my tv even if it isn't don't worry go out grab a fire stick they're like you can get them on my website for 40 50 bucks and they come preloaded with everything ship right to you the next day and you can go right to town with the fire stick and have no issues I I uh somebody had a question new a new uh well somebody who's going to sign up said can they use it on an Apple TV? Yes, Apple is compatible, but like I said, my application is not compatible with Apple directly. However, when you sign up, you'll get an email with instructions for every type of device and Apple is is one of those instructions you just click on that link for Apple and it'll tell you how to install the third-party application that Apple has, it'll allow you to watch it on your Apple TV. So yes, you can do it. Just can't use my my app that I made because it's not compatible with that system. Gotcha. G, you got any more questions? Uh, well, someone asked, like, can they, uh, but it's already been mentioned, can they uh, watch a boxing on there too? Uh, I was going to say, yes, you can. I, I, I was able to watch that uh, trash Jake Paul fight guilt-free. <laughs> yes. Uh, that so. same, fight. same with the Mayweather fight earlier this year. It was yeah. such a big – and the Tyson fight. Remember when, when Tyson did his little thing yeah. with, uh, with Roy? Roy? Yeah, like every, every one of those is included every single week. There's all different types of pay-per-view, even like the wrestling – boxing ufc every single one of those there's other ones too like they got some pay-per-view events out there like horseback riding stuff or something i'm not even sure because i don't really watch it but it's there it's available every single thing that you would normally have to pay for otherwise is in there every single week all right we got we got some people online just saying that they they love it yep my mother, my mother-in-law, somebody with this lifetime, my mother-in-law loves it. She's yeah. lifetime all day. All marking light. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Are, man. So, yeah, they can get it. <laughs> they say, I've been, yeah, I've been five man, and I six. And my homie, Russell Pack, Russell yeah. Pack, we went to school together, grew up together. I've known him all my life, and he's been a customer since I started this thing three years ago. Yeah, he just, and, he, just, uh, he, he absolutely just, loves it. He's a diehard UFC fan, so anytime there's UFC, He's always in there. Football too. He's a unfortunately a Dallas Cowgirl fan. Hey, 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 hey. Come on now. Come on now. Hey, I, I might hang up on you, man. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, so tell us about the twenty-four hour uh binge uh category as well. Okay, so twenty-four-seven binge watch is a category that has over seven hundred TV shows, old and new, like Powers on there, Seinfeld's on there, Martin's on there. You name it, it's probably on there. Uh, Game of Thrones, all of those things. Now, it's got not every single TV show ever made, but it's got over 700 to choose from. Grey's Anatomy, all of those types of things. There's children TV shows, PJ Masks, all of those children shows. Are on there as well. So you put those, one of those on and it plays 24-7 nonstop. No commercials, no interruptions. You can just binge watch your favorite TV show all the time in so that category. Got a question. Can you can they suggest a TV show for a 24-hour binge? 
They can um, open a ticket on the website if they're a customer, and they can um, request to have something added if it's not there. But it's not guaranteed because I do have to go out into the deep depths of the Internet and try to find a link that would work. So it's not guaranteed, but you can always request just open a ticket and tell me what you're looking for, and I'll do my best to accommodate. Chris Armstrong, say top five customers since day one. Yes. He was been there. That's my homie. <laughs> been there yeah. since day one. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder. I I like that you have the show uh, Cold Case in the twenty four seven section because that show has not been released on DVD anywhere and it probably never will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and see, uh, that's I like another that thing. Now, the only unfortunate part about it is you can't like pick which season and which episode that you want to watch. It doesn't work like that. It's literally just continuously playing. Like season one, episode one, episode two, episode three, and it's yeah. just playing constantly all the way through it. So you never know which one you're going to tune into. But if you've already seen it and seen all the episodes and it's just your favorite show, you can always just put it on and just it's always going to entertain you. So yeah. that's how 24-7 works. Man. I've seen every Jamie Foxx episode. Look, man, I watched <laughs> Friday Night Lights again. And my wife was like, will you please stop watching? But, uh, yeah, it's, I, just like Martin. it's a show like Martin. I love Martin. Martin's the greatest show ever, in my opinion. <laughs> and I've seen every single one of them. But you can always put on 24-7 and just be entertained no matter which episode is on. That's what I like about it the most. Yeah, yeah I like Colombo, Flipper. <laughs> hey, th- <laughs> th- thanks for having Flipper on now. Yes, that- and some of the, some of the old, old shows like that, like, uh, uh, what's it called, G.I. Joe or um, The MASH, those old Army shows and yeah, stuff, like yeah. from the 70s and 80s. You can't really find those on any TV anywhere. So it's nice to have those to kind of reminisce and go back to your old days, you know? I agree. So listen, uh, we got to let you go because we got we to keep it pushing. But I'm going to tell you what I like about Vibe TV. And I, I say this all the time, Hancock. What I like about Vibe TV is that um, this is, I would say this is equivalent to Hulu, Netflix, and what other streaming service that's out there, right? Oh, it's better, but go ahead. Right. But where can you get the owner of Netflix and Hulu to call in your show <laughs> to ask questions and to give away 30% during football season? It ain't going to happen. No way. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. Not here. It's, it's That's what I like about Vibe TV, that we can make one phone call and anybody got questions. This is almost like a – a chat session for through SRT with Vibe TV. You ask any questions you want to ask. People been saying they finna sign up. They better get it. And uh, they like Sanford and Sami, all kind of stuff. So this this is what I like about Vibe TV. So David, uh, thank you for calling in. Uh, we we made some time for you. No matter what, tell us exactly how to get Vibe TV, where to go, and all the other other extra information that you want to tell our listeners. Absolutely, man. And I appreciate you as always, man. Um, Just real quick, I'm going to be up in Atlanta at the end of October for a couple of weeks. Definitely going to come by and sit there at the show with you and maybe let you put my face with this voice, you know, because I don't want to. Anyway, (laughs) I'll stop right there. But you can just go to uh, www.vibetvapp.com. That's V-I-B-E-T. 
tvapp.com and sign up right there. All right. Sign up in our promo code SRT if you want to get that 20% off. If you want to get 30% off, promo code FOOTBALL throughout the month of September. Yeah, real quick. SRT is for the monthly packages. You get the 20% off. The football promo code is for the three-month packages only. So only the three-month packages will work with that code. So if you want to get the next three months, October, November, December, all the way through Christmas, you can get it 30% off for 13 bucks a month, basically, is what it works out to. So it's pretty nice. Yep. All right, man. We so appreciate it, David. And uh, uh, you have a great day. And sorry about Georgia being Clemson. Hey, don't even – just why would you have to bring that up? But. Oh, my bad. <laughs> well, you live We're in, trying to you go live, out on a good note, but live, all right. You, live in, you, you, live, in Flo- you live in Florida now, so. <laughs> yeah, I could just go outside in the sunshine or just wash it all away. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dave. We'll talk, right, talk to you it'll soon. It'll dry up all my tears, man. Uh, they're, they're still be in the playoffs. Yeah, I hear you. All right, man. Y'all take it easy. Have a good night. Good all right, night, you too. Man. Hold it down. Yeah, yeah, David Guthrie, man, owner, Vibe TV. Hey, you can't beat that with a stick. Nah, man. I can say throughout the, the month, packages, throughout the no month of September, if you sign up, VibeTVapp.com, put in promo code football, you get 30% off, which equals out to $13 a month. So, go ahead and sign up. Better get it. Can't, can't beat that with a stick. Um, he the only person who can interrupt our uh, – Roundtable discussion. All right, who didn't look so good? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, call yours out. <laughs> Do I have to? Yeah, I yes, think you yes. need to. We right. know, but yeah, you Go gotta ahead, verbalize. Take that medicine. Hold, <laughs> hold your nose and take, <laughs> take that medicine. <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. They didn't even. Did they even compete? You know what I say. Philly had a tougher time doing what? Getting, Getting off the bus. bus. Yeah. <laughs> They yeah. look bad, man. Yeah, they, they they didn't even compete. Yeah. Yeah. The team I had was Green Bay Packers and Tennessee Vols. Tennessee <laughs> Vols and Titans, but <laughs> definitely the Titans. Uh, those two teams were horrible, man. Yeah. All right, G. Um, yeah, the, uh, the Bills, I mean, I think someone in the chat said they may be overrated. Yep, they uh, did say that. Definitely possible. I like Hancock said they may come back to the come back to earth, basically. Um, the uh, the Titans didn't look very good. Um, I think we kind of know what Jacksonville is going to be this year. Um, and Minnesota is treading water, basically. Uh, I, they probably should have moved off Kirk Cousins two years ago, but. They're stuck with them for at least another year. Yeah. Uh, but no matter what happens, if they don't make the playoffs, basically, the the Cousins era is over and the Zimmer era is over. Uh, but they're not off to a good start. Wow, they didn't look they didn't look bad at all. Who's that? Oh, That's the uh, next question. My bad. Yeah. Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. Mine was Philadelphia and Eagles. and the Rams. Yeah, sorry, I didn't step on you there. No, Philly, no, you Philly, Philly was mine. Okay, I was not expecting 
that level of play. They look competent. They look like a real good football team. Now, I don't know if that was in part due to how bad the Falcons are. I think so. We'll see, I'm sure, as the season goes on. But, you know, coming out of college, uh, I, I said Jalen Hurts, I didn't think, was a viable NFL quarterback. I thought he should have changed positions, but we'll see. Um, they built the offense around him to make him, you know, at least viable. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why I have a problem with Justin Fields sitting on the bench. There are things you can do to help your quarterback. And you had all the time in training camp to get him ready to play. So I I just don't believe in just sitting the quarterback and not allowing him, especially when you use and, and move heaven and earth to get him up there. So I know I'm going off beating path. Philly. Philly. All right, G. Uh, team that didn't look bad, I would say the uh, the Broncos. Yeah, I don't know how long they call. can sustain that. Um, Cleveland looked good for about three and a half quarters. Uh, they got a it's one of those you have to learn. You need to learn how to win, yep. learn how to finish a game kind of thing. Um, learn how to find Terry Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's hard to keep up with, you know, regardless of who you have, though. Uh, True. Uh, Cincinnati came out, and, I mean, yeah, I just said something about the Vikings, but Cincinnati only won three games last year or something like that. Um, but for them to come out and, and beat Minnesota <laughs> – and overtime, you know, maybe Jamar Chase doesn't need to get LASIK surgery because he was able to see the ball well enough <laughs> to have a decent game. Yeah. We'll see what happens at night. You know, he yeah, said, see, yeah, they, see, there you we'll go. See what happens yeah. at night because he said the difference is that there's no stripe on the ball, and it makes and the ball ball's bigger, right? The ball's yeah. Bigger. So we'll see. But he caught, he caught, he did well Sunday. Yeah, um, impressive that. Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow hit their former. Um, two of did too. Yeah, two of did too. Yeah, all three. Uh, they former uh, college, college wide receiver wide receiver for touchdown. So impressive. Also for for y'all fantasy owners, Odell Beckham would not be playing in week two. They're trying to trade him. I I believe they're holding so? him out to trade him. I do. I don't think they want him hurt. And I think they're going to move him. I think this is what this is all about. We yeah, heard all there was no, there was no story of a, of a setback. Right. They said before the first game, there might have been some kind mm-hmm. of setback. But like, okay, he can't give you 20 plays. Right. Like, you know. All so, we heard was he was so explosive. And he was, yeah. you know, even now, He, he was back. Right. Yeah, I think they're trying to trade him. I think they're trying to move him. I really do. So I think the next couple of weeks he's gonna be moved. All right, cool. Uh, Marty said Cleveland, Seattle, Rams look tough. Seattle, the quietest kept is is gonna be good again. The entire NFC West and the entire AFC West are one and zero. Only thing is, I don't know if Denver is that good, and 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 the Raiders. But when I look at that NFC West. Mathematically, they could all make the playoffs since there's seven teams per conference. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting come November, December. Yeah, I agree. You think we get two out of the South? If it's two out of the South, then then at best three out of the West. Mm-hmm. You get one out of the East, one the East, one the North. Wow, it's possible. 
That's tough. I think that's going to wrap things up, fellas. Yep. It is that time Marlon said the Eagles ran Call Your Park Playbook (laughs) on the Falcons. (laughs) It's a little league, man. All right. Shout out to the crew, the SRT crew. Shout out to D. Will for calling in. Shout out to David Guthrie, the owner, CEO, president of Vibe TV. Shout out to all the loyal listeners. Go and get that Vibe TV. VibeTVapp.com, the best TV streaming service you'll ever run into. Uh, shout out to all the new listeners, all the old listeners, all the loyal listeners and tenants. We really appreciate it. And as always, thank you. Yeah, I just want to shout out. I'm going to shout out the wife tonight. She made it back safe from the D. Tough place to go to, but she made it back safe and sound. Happy she's home. Be home shortly, baby. What is the water straight up there now? Uh, I don't know, man. I think that's more Flint. Oh, and Flint. That, okay. that the water is, is uh, kind of bad in that area, but uh, man, mm, okay. that's what it is. All right, G, what you got? Uh, shout out to everyone who watched on Facebook Live. Um, or listened on the radio or wherever you are. I definitely appreciate it. Uh, shout out to my mom and dad. And uh, if, hopefully, if he, if he did not give up on the podcast feed, <laughs> uh, it is still active. The best of uh, episode is up, and I will be putting up last week's episode and tonight's episode up tonight. So you can go back and listen on Apple Podcasts. Spotify and iHeartRadio. There you go. Up the show. Yeah. The best of. Great. That was a great one. Gotta listen to that one. Alright, you know how we do it. Might get a chance to go to the Waffle House tonight. <laughs> Never know. Same back time, same back channel. You already know. Next week we'll see you. Hand, let's roll. Boogie! I'm headed home, baby. It's your main man, H.O. from Baycare, R.I.P. Moms, R.I.P. B.C. And if you love the show, tell a friend. And if you didn't, ATS, time to rebuild, baby. And we out. Peace. Peace.